Welcome to Guarding the Well podcast, episode number seven. This is James. Hopefully uh, you are well today. I hope uh, life is treating you good. Um, Crazy world we're living in uh, right now, but thankfully uh, Jesus, he's on the throne. And uh, I don't know about you, but for me, that is incredibly encouraging. But hopefully uh, you're well. our, our aim here at Garden the Well uh, podcast is to help you have a healthy walk with Jesus. And hopefully over the last uh, couple episodes, as uh, this is only episode number seven, uh, that we've been, we've been getting the, the gist of this uh, podcast and kind of short devotional, 20 minutes or less type of thing with just the aim of, of giving you something uh, every week to think about, to focus in on that hopefully, prayerfully would help you and your walk with uh, Jesus. And if it is, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, you can connect with us on Facebook uh, to search Guarding the Well. Uh, you can connect with us there, and we'd love to hear about you and your walk with the Lord and, and just how things are going for you and um Maybe there's something that you have that we can discuss uh, on this podcast, and we'd love to hear from you from that. Uh, You could really help us out by uh, subscribing and leaving a review to uh, this podcast. Would love to... uh, Would love to have you do that. That is an incredible way that you could help us and and even help others by getting this um, podcast out to them. Uh, By you subscribing and and leaving a review uh, really helps with that. And so just ask that you would uh, just help us out in doing that. And so uh, this week, uh, we're going to start a two-part thing, a uh, little two-part mini-series, if you would. And what we're going to do is we're going to talk about prayer. Uh, we're going to take uh, this episode and episode number eight, and we're just going to talk a little bit about prayer, what it is, and how to improve our prayer lives and everything along those lines. And we struggle with prayer because what I've noticed as a pastor over the last, well, over a decade now, is that when I bring up prayer, everybody in the church gets, they start to feel guilty um, because prayer is one of those things that a pastor or a speaker, maybe somebody on a podcast or an author in the book can really use to make someone feel guilty. And if you're like me or most followers of Jesus, you would probably say that your prayer life is not where it should be, or at least where you want it to be. And because of that, when someone brings up prayer, we start to feel guilty. Well, right off the bat, let me just encourage you and and just let you out, let you know this. I'm not trying to guilt you. I don't want to guilt you at all. Um, Just coming from a place where we all need, including myself, Uh, We all need help in our prayer lives to grow and to get better. And so uh, I don't mean to guilt you. I just want to come alongside of you wherever you're at in your prayer life and encourage you to grow in it. that's that's all I want to do. That's all uh, my aim is with this. And so hopefully... um, you don't take this as guilt, but uh, it's not guilt. But prayer is very, very uh, important. When I was getting some thoughts together for this episode, I was reminded of a teenager, oh, maybe maybe eight years back now. Uh, I've been doing youth ministry uh, for uh, almost 20 years uh, with uh, teenagers, and 
one of the teenagers that was at a youth group, uh, he came to youth group for a while here at the church that I pastor, and after youth group was over, he came up to me, and he was visibly shaking. Uh, I don't know if you've ever noticed somebody that uh, was visibly shaking, kind of like they had the chills, um, but he came up to me, and he was going through a lot of uh, difficult things in his life at the time, um, and he was really struggling, and he just asked me about prayer, and he wanted to know about prayer, and that is kind of the, I don't know, the, the source of these episodes, is because I was reminded of him, and just the, the desperate need of prayer that we have in our lives. And so, um, to take the next couple minutes and, and talk about prayer, um, and, and we have to start off with the basic thing, and, and what that is, is this. What actually is prayer? Well, in uh, the Cliff Notes version, uh, boiled down basic definition of prayer is just you talking with the Lord. It's a conversation. Uh, it's you talking with God, just talking to him about anything and everything that, that's going on in your life, that's going on in the world, um, going on in the life of somebody else, not in the sense of gossip, but just uh, caring for them, praying for them, uh, you know, asking the Lord to work in their lives. It, it's just talking. So often we think of prayer as this needing to be this deep spiritual conversation with the Lord, and you have to recite the same words over and over again, or you need to know these big theological words and all of that stuff, and it's not. Prayer is you talking to God like you would with your best friend or a parent, just having a conversation. And here's the great thing about prayer. You can pray wherever you are. I remember before I became a pastor, uh, the church I was attending with uh, my wife. I don't know if we were married yet. Uh, we might have been. Um, I'm not sure on that. But um, we were, the church we were attending, the pastor did something about prayer. And I still remember it because people always ask, well, what posture do I need to be in, in prayer? When I pray, do my eyes have to be closed? Do I have to be kneeling? Uh, do my hands have to be folded? Um, my wife always tells uh, the story when she was in Sunday school as a, a little girl. Uh, the Sunday school teacher would always go, okay, close your eyes, fold your hands, we're going to pray. Like, well, do we have to do that to pray? And the answer is no. You can pray wherever you are. Uh, your eyes don't need to be closed. Your eyes can be open. Uh, do you need to be kneeling? Nope. You could be uh, kneeling. You could be laying down. You could be sitting. You could be walking. Um, I really uh, like to uh, pray while I uh, walk. And so you, you don't, there is no uh, set posture for uh, prayer. Um, I know a lot of people pray while they're driving in the car, and you don't want your eyes closed when you're doing that. Um, and so there, there's literally no set prayer. And that's what I, that's one of the things that I mentioned to the, the boy that came up to me after youth group, because one of his things was, you know, I, I, I just can't, I, I don't feel comfortable coming to church and, and, and praying, like inside the, the building. And there is a couple of reasons why uh, he had the, those feelings. And I, I said, you, you can sit on the corner of your, your bed and just pray. 
I go, you don't have to be in a, a building. And so wherever you're listening to this right now, you, you could be spending time with the Lord in prayer. The, it's any place, any posture uh, that you have, but I would encourage you to have a correct posture uh, in, in your heart, in, inwardly, and, and that is of humility and respect and awe before uh, the Lord. That is the posture that is needed, but some external thing is not needed. Uh, just pray to the Lord. And so what should our, our prayer lives look like? Well, our prayer lives should be uh, this. Um, Ask the Lord to help you. My wife's grandfather was a pastor, and um, I never got to hear him preach. And from what I'm told, one of the things that he would always start his prayer off with was the line, Lord, teach us to pray. And that is an incredible thing. Um, the disciples asked Jesus that in, in the Gospels, the Lord, teach us to pray. And I would encourage you to do that. And you may be going, well, I've been praying for 60, 70 years. But that might be true, but there's still room for us to grow and learn in our prayer lives. And so our prayer lives should be one of seeking God and asking him to help us to pray, asking him to teach us how to pray and, and talk to him better. Because in that, in, in a good prayer life, it's going to be glorifying to the Lord, but it's also going to be really, really beneficial to you and I. And so our prayer life should be one of asking God to help us, to teach us to pray uh, so that our minds are racing around. I don't know if you're like me, but I sit down and pray and my mind goes to absolutely everything but what I want it to go to. And so um, I'm one of those people. I'm like, okay, Lord, help me to focus. Help me to pray. I want to be talking to you, not thinking about whatever uh, the case may be. And so I would encourage you to have a prayer life of you asking the Lord to teach, uh, teach you how to pray. And the second is this. I heard this all oh, over a decade ago, and I, I forget who I heard it from uh, at this point. But we always want to better our prayer lives. And so what we'll do is to better our prayer lives, we'll really hunker down and we'll focus on prayer. And we're like, okay, I got to pray better. I got to pray better. I have to say this in my prayers. And it's, it becomes all about our prayer life. Well, I would encourage you not to do that to improve your prayer life. And what I mean by that is this, focus on God, not your prayer. Focus in on the Lord and who he is and not on your prayer life. And this example I, I heard, and uh, it, it really helped me. And what the example was, was when you're driving your car and it's raining, do you focus on the raindrops on your windshield or do you focus on what is past the windshield, the road, the cars in front of you or, or whatever the case may be in front of you? And the answer is we focus on the cars. We focus on the thing that is in front of us, not the raindrops on the windshield. Yes, we still notice the, the raindrops, but we're not focused on them because then we'd miss where we're going. And it's that same type of mindset with our prayer lives where we, if we're focused on our prayer lives, we very well can miss out on God. But if we focus in on the Lord, in our prayers, then our prayer life by just the byproduct of focusing in on God is going to improve. And so 
I would encourage you uh, not to so much focus on improving your prayer life, but improving your relationship with the Lord um, through talking to Him and just focusing in on Him, and that will help your prayer life. And I really hope you, you, you take this because prayer is really, really, really important. Uh, prayer is one of the things that I think we miss, and we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit more in the next episode, but we really miss out on the Lord and, and His working in our lives and through our lives um, because we don't, we don't pray. And you may think, well, why should I pray? I, I hear that. A lot of people... Not in those words, but in that mindset and the, and the actions, um, they have the same question. Why should we pray? Well, we live in a messed up world. I don't know if you've noticed that, but 2020 has been crazy. You know, we've had fires and we've had, I don't know, protests and movements and... COVID and presidential elections and just a host of everything. It kind of, in some sense, it kind of feels like everything is hitting at the same time. And life is crazy. Life is difficult. And here's the deal. Life is like that even if it's not 2020. For some of you, 2019 was crazy. For some of you, 2018 felt like the, your world was crashing down around you. And prayer, prayer is important because of the world in which we live in. Prayer is important because it improves our walk with the Lord. Prayer enables us and helps us to have a healthy walk with the Lord. And so why we pray is this. And one of the reasons I think prayer is important is because I think prayer disarms anxiety. Maybe you're anxious. If you're like most Americans, you are anxious. You have anxiety, and that word anxiety literally literally means to tear apart. It's to have a divided heart, a divided mind, where our mind and our heart is racing all over the place, and we're just torn. Well, prayer disarms anxiety. And what it does is prayer refocuses, refocuses us on Jesus. I've been reading through uh, the book of Philippians, um, you know, in, in my devotional time over the last couple uh, days. And one of the things that stands out to me in Philippians is in uh, what Paul says in, in Philippians chapter 2, right in verse 28, Paul goes, therefore, I am all the more eager to send him so that when you see him again, you may be glad and I may have less anxiety. Well, for Paul to say uh, he wants to send someone to somebody else so that he has less anxiety, to have less anxiety means you have anxiety. And so Paul battled anxiety. Paul, the apostle, had anxiety. We look at Paul like he has an S engraved on his chest like Superman, that Paul didn't fear anything, that Paul was, you know, just a man on a mission with no struggles, you know. But he, he did. He had anxiety. Like, Paul had anxiety. And But what he says in two chapters later, in Philippians chapter 4, um, Starting in verse 4, some of you may know this. Paul says, Rejoice in the Lord always. I'll say it again. Rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. 
the Lord is near. And then he says this in verse 6, Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And so in chapter 2, Paul tells us that he has anxiety. And then in chapter 4, Paul tells us, he goes, Do not be anxious about anything, but pray about everything. And I believe one of the reasons that Paul says that is that prayer disarms anxiety. Prayer is one of the weapons that God has given to us to use against Satan, to use against the things of this world that attack us and that try to pollute our well, that try to pollute our heart to influence us in a way that will pull us away from Jesus or to struggle in our walk with Jesus. And it is prayer that disarms the anxiety. And the reason that prayer disarms anxiety is that prayer refocuses us on Jesus. Prayer refocuses us, uh, us on the one that's sitting on the throne, the one that can relate to us, the one that was tempted but did not sin, Jesus, our, our high priest that is able to sympathize with us, that is able to relate to us and with us that prayer refocuses us on the one that is in control of all things, that the one that sees the, the end from the beginning, the one that has created everything, the one that holds the sun in place, that's Jesus. And so often our anxiety, when we look out into the world, goes crazy because we're focused in and seeing covid presidential elections, riots, hardships that we're going through, hardships that others are going through. And because that's all we're seeing, because that's all we're focusing, because that's all we're feeding our heart, our well, we get anxious about everything. And so I think that's why Paul tells us, he says, don't be anxious, says, but in everything, Pray. Because prayer disarms your anxiety. Prayer gives you the opportunity to lay your anxiety at the feet of the one who is in control of all things. And that is working in and through all things for his glory, for his will. And it is in his glory and his will that is most beneficial for you and I. And so that's why we pray. And so I would encourage you, this day, that maybe you just come before the Lord and pray. Ask him to help you, to meet you wherever you are in your prayer life. And once again, there's no guilt in this. We all struggle with prayer at times, but you're able to come back to the Lord in prayer. Ask him to teach you to pray. Focus in on who he is in your prayers and not your prayer life. And lay down your anxiety in light of everything that is going on in the world or maybe going on in your life. Let us know how you're doing. Let us know how we can help you. Let's have a word of prayer. Father God, we just come before you and thankful for you and all that you are. Father, we thank you that we're able to come before you in prayer and be refocused upon you and who you are and all that you have done, are doing, and will do. Father, I pray that you would help us to lay down the anxiety that rages within a lot of us, 
that keeps us focused on the things of the world that causes us to lose sight of you. Let's just pray that you would move and that you would work and that you would teach us to pray and to improve our prayer lives so that we would have a healthier walk with you. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, once again, thank you for uh, joining us today. Uh, Have a great day, and we will hear from you next time. Take care.